welcome back to another episode. Hi guys. I hope everyone had a great weekend. I know Texas just had this huge snowstorm. Um, that was crazy. I don't know. We were stuck in our house. It's like quarantine 2.0. Yes, but it's funny because the guests we have probably laughing at our snowstorm because they're used to live in Alaska and one currently still does. So they're probably laughing at us like, oh, look at them laughing at snow. But today we do have two very special guests. Host from what we tried. I have a Katie and Miss Candace. Woo! Oh, no, you're fine. I was saying we actually only do our podcast through Zoom, so it's nice to actually see four screens instead of just me and Katie. I'm trying to can't just Candace's face. <laughs> so, how did y'all come up with the um, title? Well, we tried because I actually kind of like it. Yeah, it's a cute name. Um, well, we we've been wanting to do a podcast since we were in college, and that probably would have been the easier route for us because <laughs> we were in the same state at the time. Um, and so we were tossing ideas back and forth and we kind of come across a common theme of like, we're not really particularly good at like a lot of things, but we tried a lot of things. And so we were like, well, you know, if anything, we give people advice and if it doesn't work, well, like we tried, like we tried to help them, like, you know, and so I think that just kind of stuck, you know, well, we just, we've tried to do all these things and that's kind of the theme of the podcast is we just talked about life events that we have tried and maybe were successful or maybe completely failed, but (laughs) (laughs) we will from what we have learned. Yeah. And y'all said y'all are were in the same sorority, right? That's how y'all met. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What sorority well what sorority are you in? I mean like you're a little Tri Sigma. I mean that's it's fun. It's uh, it's fun but yeah. It's um very different. Well, I guess it depends on where you join, like what state you join in. Mm-hmm. Greek life is very different in different states. So I'd say in Alaska, it was very calm. And then like if you're joining like the lower, or Texas, it would be yeah. a Rowdy different experience. Crazy. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah, I'm not into sororities or frats. Like I've just always been like, okay, cool. You paid for friends. Like, I, because sorority girls have just always been so annoying at parties. I'm like, nobody cares you're in a sorority. But, like, they're really rude. And, like, all my experiences. So, one of my friends in sorority, she's, like, the only girl that's, like, nice, honestly. But I was like, why are girls so mean in sororities? I don't get it. I thought you were supposed to be fun. And they, like, get caught up in, like, the stereotype of being, like, in a sorority. So, they always feel like they have to, like, play, like, that part. Like that mm. Hollywood kind of part, but it's like it's not always the case. But it happens a lot in those big universities. Yeah, like mm. the Phi Sigma. Whatever. Yeah. I don't even know the names, but the frat boys, yeah. just, they're all annoying. Oh, just, don't get me yeah. started on frat boys. Yeah, frat go boys. On. Like, I know. Frats. <laughs> Shut them down. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Candace and Katie, um, my first thoughts I know, Janelle, you, you and my sister went to high school, and she said you went to school in Alaska. What made you choose Alaska? Like, the straight up question, because you know, we went there on a cruise, and granted, we didn't go to like the main part of Alaska, so maybe there was parts we didn't see. But I was just like, Alaska, like the most randomest. I didn't even know they had a university. Like, what made you choose there from like, you know, Texas? Because like, you're a smart girl, like, you're gonna go to, you know, New York. And you're like, no, I'm going to Alaska. Like, yeah, the furthest you could get away, you got away. <laughs> um, well, 
I was in Cafe College, which was like um, it's a room in the high school where all the kids go to do their applications for college. And um, I filled out the common app for all these other public universities. And um, then I was with a good friend of mine and I was like, I want to go somewhere that's like, different than Texas. I mean, at this point, yeah, because the military, we moved out of state for a little bit, but for the most part, born and raised in Texas. I was like, I'm just kind of over this. And UT was kind of my first pick of like public school, I guess. But my brother had graduated from there and he's been, he's been wanting to go there since he was little. So we did every campus tour, every like come to UT, blah, blah, blah. Like, so I knew the campus and I was like, that's boring. Like it's my college experience. And I also just didn't want to like follow my brother everywhere. And so I was like, I want to go somewhere up North. And I actually applied to university of Chicago, but I got waitlisted and I was like, damn it. Okay. Cause I applied really late and I was like, oh, okay. And then as a joke, I was like, Oh, let's go to Alaska. There's schools there. Cause I also wasn't aware of like, you know, and there's only three schools, like three universities here. Um, <laughs> And so I looked at uh, Fairbanks, which is significantly colder. It's more north, and it's, like, negative 29, negative. Like, it's significantly colder there. And I didn't like the website because it just looked very, like, dry and bare. There's no people on the website. It was just trees. Like, that's not fun. So then I found UAA, which is Anchorage, where I live now. And at least they had people on their website. And I was like, okay, this one looks good. So then I applied, and... The more I was telling people, the more they're like, yeah, but like, you're not going to go to Alaska, blah, blah. And then I think me being stubborn, I was like, I am. Like, you don't know me. Like, I am going to go to Alaska now. And so I told my parents and they were like, okay. And then it wasn't until I started like packing or asking about like, hey, I need help packing. And they're like, oh, you're really like, you're really going to go there? And I was like, yeah. And then I, I flew up here on a Thursday and started school on Monday. Wait, so what I never had cars? visited Alaska before. I just flew up here, moved in, and went to class. <laughs> but y'all's car, did you buy one there, or did y'all... Because I know you can drive to Alaska, like, through Canada or something, I read. Mm-hmm. But did y'all do that, or did y'all ship them, or did you just buy a car in Alaska? We just... Oh, like, for the car? Yeah. I just... I didn't have one. We just flew up here, and it was my freshman year, oh. so I lived on in um, on campus living. Mm-hmm. So we just kind of figured, well... Just gonna walk to class, and then I didn't realize walk to class meant when it's at the coldest. <laughs> I have to walk my ass to class. And I remember one more one before it snowed, it was like pretty green, and then I woke up the next morning, and everything was just like white because it had just freshly snowed. And so I, uh, my roommate who was from like uh, a different city in Alaska, I was like, "Do we still go to school?" <laughs> yes what are you talking about like the snow's only like an inch deep like get up i'm like okay <laughs> snow days in alaska get over it i, know, that's so I was funny. like oh shit okay it's really cold outside though and like texas the entire state like shut down that's so texas funny. isn't like made for snow right that's yeah. true and uh katie are you from alaska as well or did you migrate as well i <laughs> kind of yeah i'm a military kid so I've kind of lived all over, and back was, like, seventh grade through ninth grade. I was up in Alaska, and then I moved away. Um, I actually moved here in Vegas, so I was like, I've come full circle in these 10 years, but that's a whole other thing. <laughs> but um, but I went back up for college, because I still knew several people, and I guess, obviously, it worked out the right way. <laughs> oh, that's cool. So you had a little taste before you just, like, went back to Alaska. 
Yeah, okay. so I kind of knew what to expect already. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I didn't even know there were bases in Alaska. Still that's my favorite cool. place. Since you want to go ahead and start it off? Okay, so today since we have four powerful women, the whole topic of discussion today is just women in power, women in business, the qualities, your song, your outfit, just everything you need to be a successful woman in today's industry filled with men. So what are the three qualities that you think are necessary to be like an independent woman, like in the business industry? A bad bitch. Bad bitch. Um, <laughs> I would say confidence. Um, confidence like in your own ability. Mm -hmm. uh, because I mean, that, that's what's going to carry you, I think. And then I guess like confidence and faith are like the same thing. Have faith in yourself. Have mm -hmm. faith in other people. Um, I think I... I'm trying to think, like, hmm, what makes me a bad bitch? Um, <laughs> oh, um, compassion. Yeah. I think it's one thing to, like, yeah, be at the top, but it's another to, like, turn around and help the next person. Right. And that, I feel like that is more of a bad bitch than, like, someone who's just, like, doing it for themselves. Mm -hmm. And then, let's see, third thing. Okay, Katie, you say your first two, and then I'll think of one. <laughs> I was going to say one similar to Candace, um, along with the confidence, it's more, like, acceptance. So, like, mm -hmm. accepting of who I am, accepting that sometimes I'm not always going to, like, you know, who I am, like, that day. Like, maybe I just not having a good day, and I can accept that, and that's okay. And then the next day, I will feel more like a bad bitch. I think determination. <laughs> I think that, like Janelle said earlier, we are in a male-dominated, like, world. Mm -hmm. And um, I feel like determination, like, you have to be determined to make it and you have to wake up every morning and say like I'm I'm gonna go to work and I'm gonna like you know I'm going to be who I want to be regardless unapologetically myself and I feel like those three things tied in make a pretty badass love yeah. that those are good <laughs> I like that so with um that what would you say is a good mantra to be a bad bitch the one that I came across that really like helps me out is like I don't chase I attract like Ooh. Things that will find me, you know, bad bitches don't chase. We're going to attract yes. the good energy. We're going to attract the good people in your life. And that's the kind of like mantra that like I came across and like, wow, like that's, that's true. Like, I'm not going to chase you. I'm going to attract the good energy. So what would you say you like a good man, like mantra that you could live by? Um, not just, you know, you, you personally like a bad bitch, but everyone everywhere. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. That actually reminds me of one where it's like, um, you, you attract what you are. So, like, mm -hmm. if you're crazy, you're going to attract a bunch of crazy people. But, like, if you're a bad bitch and a bunch of bad bitches be like, hey, she's a bad bitch. Right. I mean, sometimes going to say bad bitch. It's <laughs> fun to say. It's so much fun to say. Because it used to be, like, you know, you can't say that it's bad to say about women. But now it's like, no, like, I'm taking that word back. Like, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. the word bitch was originally to put us down. And it's like, no, you're not good. I'm calling me a bitch now because, you know, I'm bad. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> And that's the empowerment part of it. It's like, I'm going to twist it around and I'm going to make it a positive thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd rather call me a bitch sometimes growing up. Like, just joking. I'd be like, you know what? Sometimes bitches get stuff done. Like, yeah. right. you got to be the bitch sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I totally agree. But it, it also sucks, though, that bitch um, is it's used in a negative way, but, like, the word boss is it's the same thing it's a male version of a bitch like they do it's just you do the same thing but if a man were to do it it's like oh he's a boss right you know, it's like oh she's a bitch it's like why can't she right if a guy's but like now we're like okay we're a boss or, ass bitch That's right I, mean. I hate that especially because like when guys are like 
stern and hard and rude and like step on people to get to the top it's like oh man he's about his business but if a girl does it then she's oh she's being a bitch yeah. yeah. Oh, I hate he's that. He's bossy. Yeah. Bossy. bossy. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I hate that. But the word bossy. Who was that? Bossy. Who was that singer that did that song? Um, bossy. Khalees. Yes. Oh, oh I don't even know her name. That's honestly a bad bitch song. The more you think about it. Yeah, it really is. Like, what? How does it start? It's like, you don't have to love me. You don't have to even like even me. Hate me. But you, you will, will respect me. me. Yes. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Good. Um, trying to think of trying to think of one I'm, i have like idea in my head i just don't know like it, it would be a saying like i don't know how it would you make it a saying <laughs> make it your own saying i but it's, it's like my statement it doesn't always just be like like just i guess that boss bitch but like just life in general is pain is weakness leaving the body that's like my life quote because it's just like either it's emotional pain or physical pain or mental pain it's just like you're getting stronger through the pain like every single time so anytime i'm like hurting i just like keep telling myself like pain is weakness in the body so i'm just this is making me like a stronger person mm-hmm. so that's what i always like anytime i'm in any sort of like i'm just like pain is weakness in the body it's like say it to myself like over and over that's like my life saying like it builds yeah. you up right um there is one where it, it's like um it's about respect it's like you can't what is it? Come on, it's really good. Give me one second. Give me one second. It's really good. You, you like you made me think of it. I don't know how because it's not dealing with pain, but like something you said. Got it. <laughs> There's a mantra that I found in a book. Um, it's actually called the book. Was it about like being like a? I think it's like being like badass or something like that. One by like Jen Scenario or something. But it was mm. called. It's the mantra is be your best, do your best, demand the best, expect the best, and receive the bed basically basically it's like what you put in you're gonna get and that's something we were kind of preached when we were in the sorority it's like what you put into the sorority you're gonna get out but like lately i've been applying that more to just like my life it's like if i'm giving just like life and just being myself like my all then i'm gonna get that more you know right yeah i like that you put it oh so it says you can't force someone to respect you, but you can refuse to be disrespected. Yeah. And I actually recently I was talking to um, my eight year old that I that I watch, and she was talking about her friends or her, her friends. They're doing this whole like you're not my friend anymore. The next day, like you're my friend. The next day, you're not my friend. And I was like, well, we don't need friends like that. You know, that go back and forth. And I mentioned to her like, like you deserve to be respected because you respect others and if others don't respect you then then why why do they deserve your respect and so I was kind of in my head I was like yeah I I regardless of your age you could be seven you could be 25 you could be 54 like you won't disrespect me mm-hmm. because if I'm giving you my respect like I you know was taught I'll respect your elders whatever that's fine but like you don't have to respect me but you're not going to disrespect me at the same time right you know what I mean that's why I have to, that's why I quit all my jobs. <laughs> I quit all my jobs because if any, like, cause I get like, you have to do your duties. Sure. Like, you know, yeah. whatever. Obviously I'm not like, the CEO of a company yet or anything, but like little things I'm like, just because you're my boss, that does not give you the right to disrespect me. Like you can be a boss and be stern and be disrespectful. They're two different things. And just yes. because you're the boss of me, like, does not mean you're going to talk to me any kind of way. That's why I'm like, I, I just quit. I didn't even get put my two weeks. I just, you don't get, you don't deserve my time anymore. And my hard work, everything I'm giving into you and you're treating me like this, like, absolutely not. 
and I just quit. That's why I, this is the longest job I've ever had right now because I have an actually well, a respectful boss. <laughs> and that's the thing too is I think this like this new generation that's coming up, we have more self-respect, I think. Like, yeah, we make the jokes about, like, oh, we hate ourselves. But, like, we have more self-respect. Like, what if what if what we think we are doing is valuable, we're less likely to take shit for it. Mm-hmm. So, like, me and Katie have talked about this before. If we're not happy doing something or we don't feel like what we're doing, like, they're not respecting the value of what we're doing, we're very quick to be like, I don't want to be here. Like, mm-hmm. bye. You know, right. whereas if the older generation, they're just happy to have a job. They're like, oh, you have to work, right. you have to money, you whatever, whatever. So they'll take mm-hmm. the shit. Whereas we're like, no, I would rather be unemployed than work for someone who treats me like absolute shit. Exactly. That's literally why since I was a kid, I was like, I always want to be my own boss and like show people you can be a good boss to nice people. Ever since I got my first job and I hated my boss, I was like, you know, I want to own my own company one day to show you can be a good boss and be stern and you know, tell them what you need to do without being disrespectful, like without being rude. And cause I just, I hate people in power who think that gives them the right to shit on people. Like that's awful. Yeah. And I always respected my sister for that. Cause I am like, even though we're only what, like three years old difference, like yeah. still like, I was still in part, like, you know, um, taught like respect your elders. It's okay. You're fine. Like, it's not that serious. Like Janelle would literally be like, I quit today. She pissed me off. I'm like, no, <laughs> you can't quit because she pissed you off. Like, you gotta just you know you're doing know. the grunt work. And she'd always be like, no, you know. And it's like, you know, I'm older than her, so it took a little bit. Like, you know what? Janelle's right. Like, why am I? I'm doing all this grunt work with getting paid shit pay, you know? Mm-hmm. And you're over here going to lunch, having a cocktail because you're just the boss right now. Mm-hmm. But I really respect my sister because she was, you know, you know, one we're also blessed to be able to do that. Be like, I'm quitting today. No. Yeah. See, get I'm your money right first. I do say that. Make sure your money, your finances are good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, before yeah. you're just Make like sure you can't quit. Right. If you're like a kid, sure. But if you're like an adult and you have bills and you have kids or whatever, like you know, make sure you got a little summer away or you have like another job lined up. Because I every time I quit, I had another job lined up already. So I wasn't gonna just be like, bye and be jobless for like five months without money. So I always make sure I like just fit the bullet. Just make sure. For a couple weeks and then as soon as you're hired quit won't even give him my two weeks just bye Ooh. i left that lunch one time. <laughs> i literally left that lunch one time i was like yeah, i'm going to lunch i just never came back that's just wow. i know i just I, I just can't do it i just can't do it i just and i refuse to do it that's my thing i refuse my dad's like well you know you can't do that in the real world and i'm like i don't do that if i didn't have a salary job once that contract is up i'm out like i'm not even gonna do it like I just, I can't be disrespected for no reason. Like, mm-hmm. especially if you're a man, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. I'm like, no, sir. Like, but I, I can go on and on about that. <laughs> every male boss I've had has always started, like, as soon as I see them, like, you're starting out right here with me. <laughs> yeah. Not, I, I'm not even fully up here. You're right here. So walk carefully. Right. I got a long way to go, buddy. <laughs> yeah, but. Okay, so we can talk about that all day, but. <laughs> Go ahead, sis, or is it my turn? No, it's my turn. Oh, okay. The mantra. Okay, so now, so I love clothes. I would be broke just spending all my money on clothes if I could. So what is your go-to outfit when thinking in your head, like, okay, I'm about to give a presentation, or I'm the CEO and I'm meeting with other CEOs. Like, what is your bad bitch business outfit that you're like, this is what I love to wear, this is what I need to wear, and this is what I'm going to wear. And so what is that? I don't wear a lot of business like <laughs> <laughs> I 
have one blazer. But I do feel pretty cool in it. Like, it makes me feel good. Right. It does. Like, a good blazer. Oh, it just But I love the color pink for empowerment. I don't wear pink a lot. I'm more of, like, a blue or, like, black and grays kind of a person. But when I wear pink, and it has to be like that. It's, like, a really good pink. Honestly, last time we met that color of my shirt... <laughs> But I feel like pink is like, it's such a bold color. It's like, you can't make it. Like, it's not subtle. Like, it's just, it's pink. It's in your face. Mm -hmm. It's going to be really like confident and like, it feels very powerful to pull off such a color. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, everyone's going to notice you. Like, you're in this bright ass (laughs) Barbie pink. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like girly, but like in a good way. Mm -hmm. And it makes me feel empowered and confident. I love it. Yeah, that's how I feel. I hate when people like, Especially when we were, like, in school, they had, like, business, whatever, and they had to wear black, and they tell women to wear skirts because, it, like, they're women. Or, and I was just like, no. Like, I'm going to dress to impress. Even if it's an interview, like, I'm not going to dress in all black to be, like, yeah. you know, subtle or wear black heels. Like, no, like, A, you're memorable. B, mm-hmm. honestly, you carry yourself well and you, you go get yourself done. Like, they'll be like, oh, like, she takes care of herself. She's pretty. She knows, you know, whatever. She's about mm-hmm. her business rather than just wearing black just all black and a pantsuit. Like, no, like I always just wear colorful. I wore patterns because you, the biggest thing is you're memorable. It's like, That's oh, smart. It's just a yeah, girl that wore that. freaking pink shirt or pink pantsuit and everybody else is wearing black and you stand out in front of everybody. Um, I would say I like wearing the color red. So it's close, mm. close to pink, but I, I really like wearing red. I, I feel like that's my power color. Um, and I think it also just looks good with my skin tone and just like mm. red just really goes up. And, uh, I think every job interview that I've had, I've wore some type of red blouse. My mom always tells me, she's like, make sure to wear red, make sure to wear red. Because I think um, I used to do, like, uh, um, public speaking. So I did, like, NHI as a cold other program. And through that, I've, I've learned to love public speaking. But then since then, I wore red throughout my competition. And then since then, I feel like when I wear red, I'm like, oh, I could talk to anyone. Like, anyone yeah. could come up to me. I'd be like, yes. Like, how are you? My name is Kim Stelly. Like, what are we talking about? Um so I, I think there's a – I have a few different red blouses. I don't wear them anymore just because uh, work is here. But um, <laughs> when I need an extra, like, bad bitch, like, okay, like, you know, when you forget who you are sometimes because it happens, then just put on – I put on, like, a red blouse. And actually, sometime before the snow melts, I'm taking a, a – I'm doing a photo shoot, and I have a full red, like, uh, power suit. And then my underlayer is, like, a red – like lace like bodysuit type thing so i'm gonna do like red 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 and then black heels then amelia is gonna do it but like all in black because her hair is red so um but like that with the snow in the background so it's like blinding white snow and then like just me and like a red power suit Ooh. i'm so excited for that if you're wearing like all the same color Oh, I love those the monochromatic. That's that Obama. Oh, that was ill. That look. So oh, iconic. I would cry. It was, it was just. It wasn't just the suit. It was the coat. Like she got a matching coat to go with it. That's what I thought was like is amazing, beautiful, totally just outdid everything Melania Trump wore her entire presidency with that yeah. one outfit she wore. Oh, it was so good. Oh. I love monochromatic. Yeah, she came to slay. She came Mm -hmm. to slay with her edges laid. I know. (laughs) Her hair was perfectly blown out. Like, whoever did her stylist that day was just amazing. And she complimented, like, Obama 
so well. Like yeah. she wasn't like outshining him, but they just looked so good, like standing together. It was it was so nice. <laughs> um, so with outfits, you know, sometimes you need a little pick me up to put you in that you know, that mood. What's a good song? that you put on, whether it's going to the gym or you're having a sad day or like, you know what, I didn't remember who I am, but I just, I'm not near my closet. I can't put that red suit on. Let me put on this song. What song puts you in that mood that's just like, mm, no one can fuck with me? That's a hard one to choose. <laughs> I, I have like a Nicki Minaj playlist. Mm. Anything um, Nicki's great. And sometimes I'll just let it shuffle and then it usually just plays exactly like what I need in like my soul, like what I needed. And I don't know how she does it, but sometimes I'll just like, like okay, shuffle. I'm like, oh yes, this was the one. Stupid hope. That's the one. Like I, I don't know, like sometimes yeah. <laughs> random song going, I'm like, yes, this is look good now. Um yeah, or uh I also have like a Queen Bee playlist too. Um and I like her formation, actually her formation English. The um Coachella homecoming performance. Like that whole soundtrack is like that's what I listen to in the gym. That's what I listen to run. That's just that would probably be that or the Nikki playlist. One of those. To this day, I still don't think another rapper is on her level female wise. Like in our generation, I know Cardi B is a close second, but I just think Nikki will always just have a stronger like flow and like more hood yeah. and like super. Mm. Or I like Cardi B is kind of more like in the pop. You know, world, mm -hmm. I think, but I love Nicki Minaj. I put Rihanna. Like, mm -hmm. Rihanna, some of her songs, not every song, you know, should have a little bit, but like, that, okay. um, what was that with the red? Anti? Is that what it was? Oh, the yeah. Album? Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. That album, when she was just like, I'm mad. I'm going to tell everybody I'm mad. Like, Needed Me by her. I love screaming that song at the time I was. Like, You Needed Me, you know. If I need, like, a confidence boost kind of thing to make me, like, get in that, that mindset, I have, like, a playlist of female artists from, like, the early 2000s. Like, a Pop 2K kind of playlist. Ooh. I think from there. Like, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, like, those kind of girls. I just... It helps me like reset, you know, like back to like my early days, and I'm like, yeah, let's do this, like girl power. Yeah, oh, Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, that's a good one. I honestly don't think I have one song where I'm like, I'm listening to this, and like, it's, but I just listen to music. All the sad songs will sometimes <laughs> put me in a mood because I just like the song, but I don't have like one that comes to mind where I'm just like, oh, this is the song. And I'm, I'm ready yeah. to go start my day. I just kind of just listen to whatever makes me happy, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, like, run with sad music. <laughs> just, like, Which running. Huh? Which music? Sad music. Like, I'll run to uh. sad music. Like, I just like to hear songs, and if it makes me happy, like, that's my mood. I know, no, sometimes I listen to remixes of, like, classical music when I work out, but it's, like, <laughs> I have, like, a hip-hop mix with the classical music, and a really good, like, I feel like I'm in a movie, like all dramatic. Oh yeah, gotta get that movie feel, that soundtrack. Right. Yeah, I love classical music. But okay, I feel like we can talk all day, but I hate how we have like 30 minutes. So to wrap this up, who is your go-to like role model? But like besides your mothers, of course, <laughs> your go-to role model woman, where you're like, you think business, you think strong, you think then like, this is who it is. Like who's your like women like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was Michelle Obama. I so 
I, I love, I do love Beyonce and all of my sorority sisters know, like, I, I love her. I don't always agree with what she does, but I, I love her. I think she's a boss's bitch. I think she is not one of those stories that you have, like, from nothing or um, from, like, a rich part. Like, she, she's from Houston and she wasn't, like, super well off and she, she made herself who she is. Um, but I, this woman, like, I will die for Michelle Obama. Like, <laughs> I I watched her docu- Netflix documentary and within like the first five minutes I was already crying um, because I, I and I read her book Becoming. If you guys haven't read Becoming, it's just everyone, their listeners, every listener, go read her book. It's really it's an amazing book. Um, I feel like she does the perfect. She's the perfect example of like being a being a boss. Being a boss doesn't mean that you have to be like. I think sometimes when people think of that, they think of like a more like grimy like you know attitude and like you know which is is a part of it but I think she does such a good like, good job at being a boss's bitch but like you're like damn like she's so pleasant to be around like she just looks like she's you know she just she holds herself to such a high standard and I think that in itself is being a boss's bitch and also you know being in the limelight and you know it's politics so like she has shit coming at it from every angle and mm-hmm. she handled it so gracefully and that's you know I think just anytime I see her, anytime I hear a story about her, I'm like, that's ideally who I want to be. You know, she's when someone strong, she is. She's mm-hmm. very strong. She's and she's opinion opinionated, but she's not like she's not rude, mean about right. it, or rude, or you know, disrespectful. Like she's gonna tell you what she feels and what she thinks, but it's gonna come across in a way that's like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. that's your opinion, respectfully, right? And Especially a black woman too. Yes, mm-hmm. being like a woman of color and, and holding herself to a higher standard and not accepting anything less from those around her too. Like it's it's one thing to, you know, be this great, but then also she expects that from her team and her daughters and her husband. And it's like, that's like, I want to have that. And that's who, you know, when I'm just like, okay, what would Michelle do? Like, don't get me wrong, Obama too, but like, I'm like, <laughs> Would Michelle act this way? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't really have, like, an idol or, like, someone, like, a hero, something to kind of look up to. Candace and I talked about this in our Idolizing Celebrities episode. <laughs> um, I just never really have, like, my whole life. I just never really, I don't know, looked up to people like that, like, looked up celebrities that way. I think the closest thing would have to be, like, just my friends. Because I think the important thing about having, like, an idol is, like, knowing that they're not, like, a perfect human being, mm-hmm. you know, and they go through friendships, too. And, like, we see that every day with, like, our friends. Mm-hmm. You know, they have ups and downs and just seeing, like, how confident they can be or, like, how successful and powerful they can be. Mm-hmm. And that helps me. I'm just like, okay, if they can do it, I can do it, you know? <laughs> right. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah I think good the same. Like, I don't mm-hmm. really idolize yeah. any kind of, like, celebrity ever. But like, like I said, Michelle Obama's a good one. Oh, crap. I forgot her name. It's that other one. She's in politics, too. I think AOC is what they call AOC. Her. Yeah, oh, her. like her, too. Also, just because she's just, I think when she spits the facts, like, like with her, she's, like, in the nitty-gritty, like, in the rooms, you know, doing it herself. She doesn't have, like, people to talk for her or, like, you know, she's not like obviously she wasn't like the president so she had to kind of watch what she had to say in a way where she has like no filter because she's not you know the yeah. president's wife so she could have kind of be couldn't you know kind of say whatever she wanted so that's mm-hmm. why i right. like her because she's super blunt and i like when she makes people look stupid 
Like, I love those videos where she's like, okay, so you agree, right? Okay, thanks. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she's just making you look stupid. And that's what I love about her. And she has no filter. And she dresses so nice also. And she's obviously a woman of color also. So it's just, she is just, like, amazing. And I absolutely love her. And I hope she wins Senate. Where whatever she's running for, I hope she wins. <laughs> <laughs> I voted anywhere. Yeah, whatever I'm going to throw. Just write her ahead. name in every spot. It's like, <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know where she's going. Yeah, but I don't keep up with politics like, like that. Because like, politics just like scary and like annoys me. But wherever she's running, I'm going to vote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like her. Because he said she does like the nitty gritty of not afraid to speak her mind and obviously politics is like a man's world and they're not used to that. They're not used to the whole did you just like cuss or did you just like twist it? Like what the heck? Mm-hmm. So I, I enjoy her and like the person I do I have two for different things. I have like you said Michelle Obama's like you know what you want to be in this powerful woman with your life and then like you know as much as like Kim's annoying but her drive <laughs> for her work and her brand and her family, like that's the part I, I took from her, take from Kim. Like she, that woman works her butt off with her, you know, with her health, her body, her all her brand she's doing, her family, mm-hmm. like that aspect of Kim, you know. And obviously her rally stuff, but such like that other thing, but like her drive to work is crazy. Like she's one of the like hardest, like hardest working women in like that industry because she always has that stigma like that. You know, that's next thing. You're just a reality star. You have no talent. So she's constantly have to, I have no talent, but you know, I have like one of the most selling, you know, brands out there with skins. I use what I had with my Spanx and turn it into a brand. I use, you know, my boob tape that people used to make fun of me into a brand. Like she's just so like driven that way. Yeah. So like I have her and I said, Michelle Obama, like what you said, she's opinionated. She's doesn't, she's like authentically herself and doesn't care about it. Mm-hmm. You know, so like those are my two like yeah. powerful women. Like, 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 like vision board. And she has to do all of the public. Kim Kardashian, she like will set goals for herself, and she will always meet them. And that's mm-hmm. what I love about like the lawyer thing. Like that was like out of like left field. Like where did that come from? But like she's doing it. You know, like, like her schedule. Like you know how hard people. it is the bar exam to st- and like her just doing like and being a mom and just like doing fifteen million things at a time, and then also taking the time to sit. And, like, get into the justice system that she had no need or, you know, <laughs> to just yeah. jump into, like, you know what, I'm going to start getting people out of prison because this shit's crazy. And you know what I mean? Like, out of nowhere. And she's doing it. And what other celebrities doing that? Like, none. Yeah. At least the one we see, you know, we don't see – people can do stuff behind closed doors, but we don't know that. But, like, she's taking all, all this stuff that she doesn't have to do. You know what yeah. I mean? And, like, I don't know. That's just – and in the public eye, her whole life is in the public eye. She has no kinds of privacy. So it's like she has to deal with all of that and her family and just like, I don't know, a billionaire with no talent. Like she's got some kind of talent because she's a billionaire <laughs> for what? Everyone's like, what's her talent? I'm like, her talent's her work ethic, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Homegrown makes it. money. Yeah. yeah. I, as an amateur apologist, I always, because like there's more to her than just her face. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and I, you know, that's a whole episode we can talk about. I constantly <laughs> defend her because like, yeah, she, She's a celebrity that turned a no-no sex tape into a billion-dollar brand. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. if, I, if I had a sex tape and I'm like, okay, yeah, I had sex when I was, like, you know, 21, but guess what? I'm a billion now. Right. And you're watching my show. And where's Ray J, the man who made it nowhere? That's what I love about it, too, is she didn't send that out herself. Her boyfriend did. Try to make a fool out of her, and now look. She used it, and now she's a billionaire. Yeah, he's nothing. Right. Yeah, look, he's not even... 
<laughs> in any type of fame now. <laughs> like, who's Ray J? <laughs> it's weird to think that she was she, with him because, like, her caliber now would never be with, like, a Ray J. You know what I mean? So it's weird to that's think. That's true. Like, didn't, like, she, didn't he try to do, um, what is it, Love and Hip? Wasn't he on Love and Hip Hop or something? Yeah. Yes, for the love of Ray J. He tried to do something. But. <laughs> yeah, some rea- and it's funny. He went to reality where she's like, oh, we're been there, done that, capitalize on that. <laughs> right. Like this is my domain. <laughs> yeah, you're in my field now. <laughs> oh, this was so much fun. Um, thank you, ladies, for being on our episode with this bad. We had so many opinions. This is why I'm so happy we had four strong women on this topic. And uh, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you guys? We'll have everything down, but you know, where we can find y'all. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. You can follow us on Instagram at Wealthy Tribe. That's Wealth with an H. And uh, <laughs> you can also, we are under a studio, Daydream Media Studio. So you can give them a follow on Instagram at Daydream Media Studio. Um, and then if you're not on Instagram, you can go to the website, daydreammediastudio.squarespace.com. And there under Meet the Shows, you'll see Wealthy Tribe. You click on that, take two episodes, and you guys can just binge on all of our episodes if you would like, which Okay, maybe don't listen to like the first five because we're figuring it out. They're a little rough. But anything after that that's golden and you those are good. So start at like episode five. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, sis. You can close us out. Um, oh yeah, I was like, what do you close this out? I literally forgot we we're doing a podcast. I was just talking. Um again, so guys, thank you so much for coming on. And always remember to be a bad bitch and do you, sis.